Section 19 of the Freedman's Book by Lydia Maria Child. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Kindness to Animals by L. Maria Child. There are not many people who are conscientious about being kind in their relations with human beings, and therefore it is not surprising that still fewer should be considerate about humanity to animals. But the father of all created beings made dumb creatures to enjoy existence in their way, as he made human beings to enjoy life in their way. We do wrong in his sight if we abuse them, or keep them without comfortable food and shelter. The fact that they cannot speak to tell of what they suffer makes the sad expression of their great patient eyes the more touching to any compassionate heart fugitive slaves looking out mournfully and wearily upon a cold unsympathizing world have often reminded me of overworked and abused oxen for though slaves were endowed by their creator with the gift of speech their oppressors have made them afraid to use it to complain of their wrongs in fact they have been in a more trying situation than abused oxen for they have been induced by fear to use their gift of speech in professions of contentment with their bondage. Therefore those who have been slaves know how to sympathize with the dumb creatures of God, and they, more than others, ought to have compassion on them. The great and good Toussaint Louverture was always kind to the animals under his care, and I consider it by no means the smallest of his merits. It is selfish and cruel thoughtlessness to stand laughing and talking, or to be resting at ease, while horses or oxen are tied where they will be tormented by flies or mosquitoes. Last summer I read of a horse that was left fastened in a swamp, where he could not get away from the swarm of venomous insects, which stung him to death, while his careless, hard-hearted driver was going about forgetful of him. It would trouble my conscience ever afterward if I had the death of that poor, helpless animal to answer for. There is a difference in the natural disposition of animals, as there is in the dispositions of men and women. But generally speaking, if animals are bad-tempered and stubborn, it is owing to their having been badly treated when they were young. When a horse has his mouth hurt by jerking his bridle, it irritates him, as it irritates a man to be violently knocked about, and in both cases such treatment produces an unwillingness to oblige the tormentor. Lashing a horse with a whip to compel him to draw loads too heavy for his strength makes him angry and discouraged, and at last, in despair of getting any help for his wrongs, he stands stock still when he finds himself fastened to a heavy load and no amount of kicking or beating will make him stir. He has apparently come to the conclusion that it is better to be killed at once than to die daily. Slaves who are under cruel taskmasters also sometimes sink down into utter discouragement, and do not seem to care for being whipped to death. The best way to cure the disheartened and obstinate laborer is to give him just wages and kind treatment and the best way to deal with the discouraged and stubborn horse is to give him light loads and humane usage. It is a very bad custom to whip a horse when he is frightened. 
it only frightens the poor creature all the more habits of running when frightened or of shearing at the sight of things to which they are not accustomed is generally produced in horses by mismanagement when they are cults by gentle and rational treatment better characters are formed both in animals and human beings there was a gentleman in the neighborhood of boston who managed cults so wisely that all who were acquainted with him wanted a horse of his training he was very firm with the young animals he never allowed them to get the better of him but he was never in a passion with them he cured them of bad tricks by patient teaching and gentle words holding them tight all the while till they did what he wanted them to do when they became docile he rubbed their heads and patted their necks and talked affectionately to them and gave them a handful of oats in that way he obtained complete control over them he never kicked them or jerked their mouths with the bridle he never whipped them or allowed a whip to be used and the result was that they learned to love him and they were always ready to do as he bade them i have read of a horse that was so terrified by the sound of a drum that if he heard it even from a distance he would run furiously and smash to pieces any carriage to which he was harnessed in consequence of this he was sold very cheap though he was a strong handsome animal the man who sold him said he had whipped and whipped him to cure him of the trick but it did no good people laughed at the man who bought him and said he had thrown money away upon a useless and dangerous creature but he replied i have some experience in horses and i think i can cure him he resolved to use no violence but to deal rationally and humanely with the animal as he would like to be dealt with if he were a horse he kept him without food till he had become very hungry and then he placed a pan of oats before him on the top of a drum as soon as he began to eat the man beat upon the drum the horse reared and plunged and ran furiously round the enclosure he was led back to the stable without any provender after a while oats were again placed before him on top of a drum as soon as the drum was beaten the horse reared and ran away i suppose he remembered the terrible whippings he had whenever he heard a drum and so he thought the thing that made the noise was an enemy to him the third time the experiment was tried he had become excessively hungry he pricked up his ears and snorted when he heard the sound of the drum but he stood still and looked at the oats wistfully while the man played a loud lively tune finding the noise did him no harm he at last ventured to taste of the oats and his owner continued to play all the while he was eating when the breakfast was finished he patted him on the neck and talked gently to him for several days his food was given to him in the same way. He was never afraid of the sound of a drum afterward. On the contrary, he learned to like it, because it made him think of sweet oats. The fact is, reasonable and kind treatment will generally produce a great and beneficial change in vicious animals, as well as in vicious men. End of Kindness to Animals Recording by Rhonda Fetterman